This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. You are listening to the Fly the W670 podcast. It's season two. It's episode 33. It's a Matt Mervis miracle, Crowley. Don't forget to listen, download, review, and most importantly, subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on the socials. Fly the W670 on Twitter, Instagram, and Fly the W on Facebook, or email us at flythew670 at gmail.com. So, Crowley, Matt Mervis is on his way up, but unfortunately, the Cubs had a, another rough go of it this time in our nation's capital. Yeah, I can tell you, it's been a roller coaster of emotions today. I was angry, and then I was ecstatic, and now I'm angry again. So, that's 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 where I am right now. I could agree with you 100%. Absolute roller coaster of a day for Cub fans, and uh, I thought that Matt Mervis was going to supply that spark for Game 4. But let's uh, rewind a little bit. Let's go back to the beginning of what you love, a four-game series with Drew Smiley on the mound. Yep, Drew Smiley versus Mackenzie Core. Cubs win 5-1. to one. Here's what I had written down here. Drew Smiley continues to dominate. He pitched seven innings. He gave up six hits, one run, zero walks, and two Ks. So Smiley has allowed two earned runs or less in his last five starts, and his ERA is 283. He's one of three NL hurlers, Kate Clayton Kershaw and Zach Gallen, with two outings of at least seven innings and one or no runs allowed this season, which is tied for the most in the majors. Also in game one, the defense made some excellent plays behind him. Well, one really good stat that measures how good a defense perform is DRS or defensive runs saved. Last season, Dustin, the Cubs were 21st in the major leagues in defensive run saves with four. This season, the Cubs are ranked six with eight defensive runs saved. So all those gold gloves they got on the offseason are paying off in that regard. Paying off big time. Defense is not something that uh, we have to worry about with these Cubs. Other things, yes. Defense, no. Now, the thing that I was deathly afraid of occurred, the second after you get rid of, uh, you know, you, you, you cut the catcher, right? And, and all of a sudden, I say to myself, Luis Torrens. They cut Luis Torrens, and I said, okay, but if something one guy goes down, what are you going to do? Injury to Jan Gomes, right? He, you know, no explanation during the game. He's pulled in the second inning, and you know something's wrong because him and Drew Smiley are lockstep. Tucker Bardhart's into the game. And the neg- then we find out that uh, Jan was hit in a backswing by former Cub Jaime Candelario to end the inning. Good on Ross um, for kind of recognizing that right away and getting him out of the game. You know, Gomes hitting 294 with five home runs, and he's been excellent in working with the pitchers, calling games. Everything's great, but, you know, 
That was the reason Torrens was on the roster is that Gomes and Barnhart are both older catchers. And now, you know, you, you had to make a roster move and, and we'll talk more about that later, but hopefully Jan will be back. He, you know, it's, it's hopefully going to be just a week and hopefully he's okay. Right. I could make an argument, Crowley, that the Cubs, uh, good April, that Jan Gomes was the MVP of April for the Cubs. Absolutely. That's, that's an argument you could make. I agree a hundred percent. He's definitely in the conversation. And, uh, you know, that was good. And the other good thing that ended up happening was a um, nice bounce back for the offense in this one game. Uh, after a mere, uh, miserable series in Miami when the Cubs couldn't buy a clutch hit, nice to see the offense bounce back. They scored five runs on ten hits. In the first inning with two outs, Bellinger singles, steals second, and Seiya, who had a miserable series in Miami, hit a two-out single to score belly. And then Mancini with a two-out double. That put the Cubs up 2 nothing. So that's three straight two-out hits. Uh, Dansby Swanson and Ian Happ hit solo home runs for some insurance. And Dansby went three for five with a double homer and two RBIs. So I'm thinking to myself, yay, the offense is cured, but not to be. No, not quite. Not quite, Crowley. Not quite fixed. Yeah, we'd find that out in game two. Uh, when you lose to <laughs> Trevor Williams, this is one that drove me nuts. I mean, who? We made we made some really mediocre pitchers look great this week, and it was didn't we? Didn't we? Oh my gosh! Now, to me, it was deja vu of the meltdown in Miami from the last episode: bad bullpen and untimely hitting. Now, right, hitting, the old Rispy, the old Rispy is back in play too, Crowley. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, and, and and so that that's where that untimely hitting comes in. Hayden had a solid start, right? He went with a different game plan. He threw a lot of off-speed pitches, mainly a sinker and changeup, and it worked. He only needed 78 pitches to get through six innings. He only gave up one run on five hits, two Ks, and zero walks, which is good. But to me, Dustin, he still doesn't look like the guy I saw last fall in this spring. I mean, he's good enough for the fifth starter spot, but when I saw him last fall, when I saw him this spring, I'm like, this guy has a chance to really take that next step. And I just feel like right now, he looks like a fifth starter to me, which is what he is. And I think he's right. the odd man yep. out when Hendricks comes back. Yeah, more than likely. He does look like a fifth starter right now. He does not look at the top end of a rotation guy. He looks at the back half of the rotation guy. And this is probably why the Yankees made him available when they did last offseason. Well, during the like trade said, deadline. Yep. Pitching isn't linear, and hopefully, like I said, you know, he... he well, I mean, the Yankees didn't wrong. need him at that. My point is the Yankees yeah. didn't need a fifth starter at that time. So that they, they saw kind of... And the Cubs did, so... Right. And hey, listen, if anybody can fix him, if anybody can fix him, it's our guy Tommy Hadovy. Absolutely. Now, the offense, other than a Patrick Wisdom home run against former Cub Trevor Williams, was just awful. It stunk. They scored one run on eight hits, 0 for 9 with runners in scoring position. They left 11 men on base. Hosmer and Wisdom each left five men on the base. In the second with two out, two on and two outs, Wisdom strikes out swinging. In the third with two outs, Swanson doubles, but Ian Happ pops out to the pitcher. In the fifth, Hosmer was at second with one out, and Tucker Barnhart grounds out, and Nico Horner flies out. The sixth inning, though, was the worst, with one out and the bases loaded against former Cubs, Carl Edwards. He's a righty, correct? <laughs> so Carl Edwards Jr. Last time I righty. checked. Righty. Ross Pinch hits for lefty Edwin Rios with righty Trey Mancini, who proceeds to strike out. So, Dustin, I got to ask you, why the hell is Rios on the team if not for that situation? We talked about well, it before. Yeah. 
We yep. talked about I don't think Rios is going to be. I don't think Rios is going to be on the team much longer, Crowley. That's my prediction. We'll get to that in a few minutes. But, uh, no doubt, I, but I, I, it was a head scratcher. At that point, he was on the team for a reason, and they didn't use him for that reason. Totally agree with you. Listen, David. Lots of questions for David Ross this series. Lots of questions. And that, to me, is one of them. Is that if if you're telling me Edwin Rios is not going to go to bat against a righty, then what's the point of having him on the team? It's 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 it's, it's mind-boggling. You may as well have kept the third catcher. Right. And so, you know, it's just, and then Eric Hosmer popped out to center field and the threat, no run scored. I mean, that's just absolutely one out in the bases loaded and you can't score in the eight with two on and one out Hosmer pops out and wisdom strikes out in the ninth with two outs and Swanson on second half Browns out. You just couldn't do it. Not only that Nico Horner has gone cold. His on base streak ends at 26 games after going over for five. So no good on the well that well, that that was eventually going to come to an end but yeah I mean it's just a drastic like and it was a bad 0 for five not that there's a good 0 for five but that was like a bad 0 for five and the struggles are going to continue this series for Nico the bullpen a meltdown again in the Cubs defeat this time the culprit was Keegan Thompson I'm just going to have a spin the wheel of bullpen guys that blow things and you can pretty much be right every time right Keegan's numbers right. Look but they up. have used the heck they have used the heck out of him. Well, you know, he's, it's, it's just not looking good. The peripherals, Dustin, are not looking good right now. Keegan's numbers look good to start the season. But I talked about this, the walks, the barrel rate, all those things weren't sustainable. You weren't going to keep getting away with it. And now he's given up runs in each of his last three appearances. On 427 against San Diego, he went 1.1 and he gave up one run. On Sunday against the Marlins, he gave up the go-ahead run in the eighth that decided that game. And on Tuesday, he came in a tie game. In the seventh inning, went only one-third of an inning. He gave up three runs on four hits, a single, a ground out, a single, a single that Wisdom should have had a play on, but and uh, a double before he was yanked. And the Nats were hitting him hard. So you just had a lot of problems in game two. Tons of problems. We tons and tons and tons. So game three, Marcus Stroman versus Jake Irvin, a minor leaguer making his debut. The Cubs debut, lead- his debut, Crowley. With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com socks. Right, the Cubs lose two to one. Stroman, phenomenal, continues to pitch well. Six innings pitch, five hits, one run, three walks, and five Ks. He lowers his ERA to 218, which puts him in the top 10 of all pitchers in the MLB, but he has no run support, Dustin. And I dug into the numbers. He started seven games. He has two wins, two losses, three no decisions. In those seven games, Marcus has given up zero runs three times, one run one time, and two run two times. Against the Dodgers, he gave up five runs. That was the bad one. But in six of his starts, he's only given up two runs or less, yet only has two wins on the season. Ridiculous. Right. And, th- and that's one, you know, he's a guy, he's the perfect guy for the people that say wins don't matter. Because he, 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 he's the perfect guy. And that's, he continues to get quality start after quality start after quality start. Well, how about on this one here, a triple A pitcher. With a 564 ERA in AAA, not in the majors, in AAA. 
Making his MLB debut, and the Cubs were able to scratch out one run in the first inning on an RBI single by Seiya Suzuki. Irving went 4.1 innings, gave up two hits, one runs, four walks, and three Ks. So that's and not capitalizing on those walks, right? I mean, that's right. another part of it. That's one walk in inning, and the Cubs could only get one run. Three Cubs, Dustin, accounted for all the hits. Nobody else got a hit other than these three guys. Hap, Suzuki, and Mancini each had two hits. Hap also walked twice. Wisdom didn't get a hit, but he walked twice. But the Cubs did not have a single extra base hit. All singles, one for eight with runners in scoring position. They left seven men on base. And you want to know why they, they couldn't do anything with those walks? They hit into four double plays. Barnhart, Hosmer, Swanson, and to end the game, Wisdom. So just a disaster. Right, and 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 uh, let's not. We got to go back to the the bunt by oh, Hosmer. We're, we're getting there, buddy. We're. Getting I mean, come there. on, we got it. We cannot let that go. We cannot oh, no. get that oh, go. No. We oh, cannot no. get because he almost. I've never seen somebody almost bunt into a double play like that. I uh, the bullpen miserable again. Doesn't matter who Rucker, Boxberger, Thompson, Fulmer. Doesn't matter. Mark Leiter looked good lately, but and, Leiter, and, yeah, Leiter looked good. You're right, Leiter looked good. As has Alzali, but it was Alzali who was charged with the loss. He gave up three hits, one run. To be fair, the first batter, Lane Thomas, hit a triple, but I thought Ian played that one poorly. It got behind him, a double at the most, but it didn't matter. C.J. Abrams and Victor Robles followed up with singles that gave the Nationals a 2-1 to one lead. And so here we go, Dustin. 2-1 to one lead, not insurmountable. Let's talk about nope. that ninth inning. Down one Do run. Do we have Kyle. to? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle Finnegan comes into the game. Seiya Suzuki and Trey Mancini back-to-back singles to put runners on first and second. For some odd reason, David Ross calls on Eric Hosmer to bunt. Okay, and this is where I sit here, and and it blows my mind here. And um, and Megan Montemurro looked up the stat. Last time he bunted was in 2021. He's recorded three sack bunt appearances and 7,000 MLB plate appearances. 2021 was the last one, 2015 and 2013. So why, Dustin, would you ask somebody that doesn't do that to do that? It, it makes no sense. All right. Why, why was it? Then he could have had Nick Madrigal do it. Then Hosmer, who doesn't get the job done, he ends up on first base, but doesn't move the runner to third because he basically home run the bunt, and then he pinch runs for Hosmer. Why wouldn't he let the, have Velasquez bunt then? I, I just didn't understand it at all. None of it made sense. And so what ended up happening is is the bunch just shoots back, and and they're able to get the runner at second. So you got runners at the corner, and then uh, you know he crushed the bunt. He, right, crushed, he crushed the bunt. It. And so all you had to do, why wouldn't you put Nick Magical in at, at first base, right? For Trey Mancini. And, and then that way, if you're going to bunt, at least maybe he's a little bit quicker. But again, that's the thing is that why would you have Nick Magical on this team if not to bunt? It doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense. And, and, and or put Magical to be the pinch runner and tell Patrick Wisdom, don't swing. Let, he's don't swing. Try to steal, try to steal a right. base. Get runners at second and third and take it at two shots. But no, Nelson Velasquez is sitting at first. Wisdom hits into a double play, and that ends the game. But again, Hosmer is not meant to bunt. Anyone wants to bl- no. look? I don't. I mean, he can't hit a home run. We know he can't hit a home run anymore, but he shouldn't be the guy bunting either. Just a disaster. I I feel like that David Ross has a good bench this year and is absolutely not using it properly at no, all. He's coming under fire. There's no doubt about that. 
All right, Crowley. So today, Thursday, was the uh, chance for the Cubs to at least split this uh, series. And we got the news late last night following the game that Jamison Tyone was back from the strained groin and making his return to the Cubs rotation. Cubs facing Patrick Corbin, the lefty. It's Groundhog Day, Dustin. The Cubs lost six. <laughs> they lost six out of seven games on the road trip. And well, that's not those, funny. Out of those six losses, five of those losses are by one run. Bullpen and Rispy are the story again. Jamison Tyon was back. He looked okay. He didn't need a rehab start, and so you knew he might have been a little bit rusty. First inning looked good. Second, he gave up th two straight singles and then a big three-run homer to Lane Thomas to put the Cubs down 3 nothing, He then struck out the next three batters and got three more outs in the third. His day was done. A bright spot for the game, Javier Assad called back up from AAA. He kept the Cubs in this game. He went five innings and gave up two hits, no runs, no walks, 1K. Great to see him have a good start or a good outing. Yes, that was, the, that was part of the highlight of the day, yes. Mm -hmm. Now, just when you thought the offense couldn't get more disappointing, this is a punch to the gut, Dustin. Seven innings. Patrick Corbin, not Corbin Burns, not Shohei Otani, <laughs> not Clayton Kershaw. Patrick Corbin came into the game one and three with a 5.88 ERA, and he gave up a single to Cody Bellinger in the second inning, and that was it until the eighth inning. One hit through seven innings is all the Cubs could get off Patrick Corbin. Finally, they get to him in the eighth when Bellinger uh, singled, followed by a wisdom single. Corbin's pulled. The reliever comes in, and Mancini gets a double. Bellinger scores. Wisdom moves to third. It's 3-1. to one. And then that Nelson Velasquez strikes out. But in his first MLB game ever, Miguel Amaya hit a sack fly to make it 3-2. Good contact there. Two outs. And Nico Corner, who's been struggling, he comes through with a clutch single. And the game is tied, and Cub fans are ecstatic. But then in the ninth, Ian Happ draws a leadoff walk, and Seiya Suzuki doubles to put runners at second and third, no out. Now, Cody Bellinger's been doing great. We know this, right? He strikes out. So you have one out here and runners at second and third. Then he lets Wisdom take the at bat and he strikes out. And then Mancini flies out. They couldn't get one run with runners at second, third and no outs. They scored three runs on six hits, but five of those were in the eighth and ninth inning. But Dustin, what I don't get and help me with this here, is again, why is Nick Magical on the team? So you know that, okay, so go back here, okay? You got Bellinger and he's been doing good. He strikes out. That happens. You know, you're facing a good bullpen arm. But Wisdom is a guy with a high strikeout rate. You need contact there. You don't have to worry about the double play because you have second and third. So why wouldn't you have Magical pinch hit in that situation? Yeah. Something that hopefully David Ross was asked about. I did not see the pregame. I don't know. It's frustrating, it's frustrating, it's frustrating. Well, Brad Boxberger, he, again, is getting his turn to blow a game. The first batter he sees ends up hitting an absolute bomb, and that is a walk-off homer, and the Cubs lose three out of the four to the lowly Nationals. Really, really rough weekend. The only good news is that uh, nobody's hurt. Say a Suzuki's hitting okay. Um, it really can't get much worse. They're not... Uh, they're, they're coming home, and they're getting Mash Mervis to come with them. Uh, we can only hope for good things.